Hi, Podlets and Troopers! Welcome to another episode of the Value Podcast Show. Today, I am very excited to share with you all a LinkedIn Live session I did about three weeks ago with Reme Mancera. She is a personal branding strategist and a mastermind facilitator. And the focus of that LinkedIn session was how can a podcast help an online course creator. So if any of you Padlets and Troopers know an online course creator, share with them this episode because there will be a lot of value bombs that they could get from this session. And also, if you know someone who needed some help about branding, connect with Reme Mancera. You could find her over at LinkedIn. So enjoy everyone. And one last thing before I let you go, if you wanted more support about your podcast production journey, and you wanted to know more about the skills and also a little bit more about freelancing, come join us over at our Facebook group. Just go to Facebook and then search the Value Pod Podcast VA School. And then we are going to let you in. Enjoy the episode, Podlets and Troopers. Hello. Hello, Eloisa. Thank you for uh, being here and having this talk. This is the Strategy and Tea. And today we have Eloisa. She's a podcast manager. Um, and she will tell us about how podcasts could help online course creators. And, and we will speak about all the stuff. Thank you, Eloisa. Hi, thank you. Thank you too for inviting me. Reme, right? Reme? Yes. Uh, I'm so happy that uh, finally after those back and forth uh, over the DMs, we are here live. And we are yeah. we're, we are so grateful that um, uh, we have met each other uh, through LinkedIn. Yeah, exactly. It's nice to have these uh, relationships just um, thanks to this platform and knowing people helping others uh, provide uh, or course creators, but also having this uh, knowing what is their story and, and learning more about them. So this will be my first question. Just uh, let us know what's your story, how that how it came that you are uh, doing what you do now. Oh, okay. You have All of you have to sit down because this is going to be a very, very long <laughs> <We have> story. <laughs> okay. So, well... I am. Uh, I used to work in a call center uh, company. I am not sure if uh, every one of you are uh, familiar of what it's called, but uh, here in the Philippines we call it BPO. Um, it's like a call center uh, center company wherein you take in calls or you do outbound calls. So I used to work in one of those companies here in the Philippines. And then, um, I was okay. I, I, I was okay with how the, um, the work is done. I love it. I love the, um, I love the friends that I made through the, uh, through each of the companies that I've worked with, uh, the graveyard shift, doesn't really bother me because um, with all of the companies that I serve, most of us are uh, serving American clients. So mm -hmm. the time zone is very, very different. And we 
if we are going to serve them, we have to work at night. Um, at first, the graveyard shift is not a problem for me. Uh, since I am single, I don't have any uh, any responsibility. But when my daughter, uh, when I gave birth to my daughter, then the graveyard shift um, became a problem. And also having to go to work during holidays became a problem. So I have to really look for something, um, maybe a job at first, that can um, make me stay at home and then still earn money and luckily for me there is a um like a religious religious leader here in the philippines who is an advocate for um for a work from home setup and i was subs i am still subscribed to his newsletter and uh his name is brother bo sanchez and on one of his newsletter i remember that he was introducing a certain guy. Uh, this guy, he said, is an uh, an internet guru, an online marketing guru. And at that time, which is I think around 2012, 2013, I am not really aware of how the online world works. So what I did is I just followed this guy, um, Brother Bo, who is the religious uh, leader, and then. Uh, he is referring to the online marketing guru by the name of Jomar Hilario. So I just followed him. Uh, I binge watched some of his webinars and I still couldn't understand what online marketing or the digital world is all about until on one of his sessions, he actually interviewed one of his successful students. And I think whenever, at that point, I already binge watched some of his interviews with his successful students. But in particular for this one, I really resonated because she's also like me. She works in a call center. Um, she is a call center agent and she didn't finish college just like me because uh -huh. I didn't finish. Uh, I do, do not have a bachelor's degree. So I resonated with her. So I ended up following her, joining her group. And then, luckily for me, I was able to work in. She taught us a lot of skills, like for a virtual assistant skills. And one of the skills she taught us is um, podcast production. Okay. So that's how I came to be. <laughs> it's long. I, I told you it's long. <laughs> It's okay, but this is, yeah, it's like the background and where it came from and that, so it's, it's interesting. Um, and yeah, you were also yourself a, a listener of podcasts. Were you interested personally or just after this uh, uh, discovery you, you were going to this world? You, you know what? Thank you so much for asking that question, Remy, because now I realize I'm not really a podcast listener right before I joined the uh, online online word, world. But I am a big radio show listener. I am a follower of, of a duo here in the Philippines who hosted the uh, radio morning show. So I am not really aware of what the podcast is until I was really exposed 
with the through the internship program of my mentor Natasha Rivera, uh, who open who exposed us on a podcast and then i realized that oh my god this is much better than radio because you can consume it yeah. whenever you want because it's recorded you can download it and then i do not have to record it via the radio like get a cassette and then yes. record <laughs> just not to miss the show so this way i, I I just realized that I am not really a podcast listener right before that internship, but I am a radio show, a loyal radio uh, listener. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. And, and it's funny that you say that. I am also myself, since I remember listening to radio shows and enjoying them. And then now, yeah, I, I love to, to listen to podcasts as well. And it's just the best of Two of them, like the intimacy that you get with this uh, audio in your ears and then also the opportunity to just listen to them when you need or when you want. So it's so much convenient, but with the same, yeah, advantage of benefits. Cool. Yeah. Great. So I would like to uh, ask you a question about uh, one compliment that you have received from a customer of yourself or from a member of your community that somehow has touched you the most? Well, I, we, my partner, I have an agency partner. Her name is Cecilia. And um, I think it was a few weeks ago. I think it was last week, also Thursday last week. We had, uh, we invited one of our longest uh longest client we we have been serving her for about three years now on the 16th it's going to be three years and during that interview she said that she was not able she will not be able to do what she has been doing now and she does she cannot imagine herself going so far or still doing the podcast until now had I not been there for her for help because I think if other than the service provider uh, role that I am playing uh, one of the role the crucial role that I also I think I played is um, being her accountability partner Because I have to check her out every now and then. I have to ask her, hey, how's your recording? Because, you know, your listeners are very, very loyal and they are always looking out for new episodes. So when she said that, when she said that uh, had I not, had we not worked together, I she doesn't think that she can go on doing the podcast. So, yeah, yeah. that really touched me. And it's great because it's uh, showing how much you support them, their projects. Because, yeah, consistency is one of the keys because we have so many ideas to things to do and everything. But then actually uh, getting the things done and, and be consistent over the time, you not just, okay, I have this idea, I start doing now and then later it's cricket I, I don't do anymore or just one time I do and then three weeks I don't and go back and... This is uh, for, uh, for also for the loyalty of, of the listeners because that way they will know that yeah she will be posting new episodes and that. so that's really uh, interesting and, and good yeah 
Yeah, so how about you, Remedy? Can you recall something that a client or a customer told you that really touched you? Can you think of something on top of your mind? Yeah, what came to my mind is uh, they used to tell me how much clarity I give to them. Because uh, usually they have in mind several things to do or strategies that they could follow. And after our session, it's like, okay, now I know what is the next step and, and what is the thing that I am going to focus. Because one of the things that I tell a lot is just simplify and focus. That is easy to say, but so difficult to, to actually uh, do it. Because, yeah, there are so many things. Uh, our time is limited. So that's one of the things that a service like yours is helping others to get more uh more free time to focus on the content creation but not actually on the other side of management and, and do the editing and, and all the stuff um so i i would love to know now how from your perspective how do you think a podcast could help an online course creator uh, yeah okay no uh... Podcast really, because I I believe uh, podcast is an you said it earlier. That's in it's an intimate relationship. Like uh, it is like a conversation between you and the host. So, example, podcast listeners are very 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 loyal. Uh, they are not going to take you to places that they are going. If do, they do not like to listen to you. So as if you have like an online course right now and you think that it's not going to work uh, promoting your stuff on, a, on an episode, then you are actually leaving a lot of money on the table because podcast can, can help you nurture them, nurture your listeners. Imagine uh, listening to you for about 30 minutes to an hour. And what is right between our ears? It's the brain, right? So yeah. It is like the information is being, being fed. It's going straight to the brain right then and there. Uh, although they are not going to buy it on the first time, then you still have a lot of chance to still build up the relationship uh, on to the next episode, on to the next episode. And plus, whenever, because people who listen to the podcast, they really wanted to be lead in. You need to tell them what to do. So if you are an online course creator and you think um, at one point, because uh, you know, Reme, we, I think both of us are aware right now of the, uh, of the iOS update that is going on. Um, yeah. What happened to one of my clients who is also offering a course was mm -hmm. during the launch, it was crazy. Mm -hmm. It was really, really crazy because the ads is not working. And it, the community is still not aware of what we are doing. So we ended up, what we ended up doing is, let's go ahead and pivot, create and record some some commercials or uh, mm -hmm. ad role and then put it on, uh, produce it, 
on the episode and then tell the podcast listeners. And on that effort, I think we convert one. But the thing is that one person has been the, a listener for over two years. Imagine it took him two years before, before buying because he doesn't know that we are selling something. Mm. We just, yeah. we just, yeah, we just pivot because there is an issue on the iOS thing, and the ads is not working anymore. And uh, we are assuming that he is not an email subscriber, but he is a podcast listener. Uh, how did we know that he came from the podcast? Because he said so. Because we asked him, mm -hmm. "How did you find us?" I have been a podcast, a long time podcast listener, uh, for a very long time. Had we not put on that commercial or the ad roll, I don't think that we can convert one person because we do not use podcasts for before my client doesn't use her podcast to promote anything at all it's just for uh, education for nurturing content and inviting them to um, to follow the show and that on that instance we find out that there is really someone who is ready to buy and yeah. but the thing is her his way of um of consuming our content is through an audio so mm -hmm. probably if you really do not want to be hijacked or <laughs> you do not want to be jailed from these updates with these big social media platforms or social media accounts that uh like Instagram, Facebook, if you really do not want to be jailed on their uh, on their system and you still wanted to take control of what you have, podcast is really the way to go. Because you are not on a rented, it's yours. You are not on a rented place, right? So, yeah, yeah so that's one example how a podcast can really help um, an online course creator. And I like that you mentioned this because it, it's one thing that, a lot of people forget about is that they, just because they share one time that they have this service or they have this course, they think that all their audience already know and they don't have to repeat. And this is one thing that we need to repeat ourselves because maybe someone listens, but all the other people are, are, are not aware and maybe they are interested to your service or, or to the thing that you need to you have to offer them to help them but uh, maybe you are just not mentioning and they don't know that let's say you have place for getting some new customer maybe they think that you are covered and you don't have more more room so yeah i like this this example of how eye-opening could be like yeah we are not doing this, but this could help to to bring. And of course, I I also agree that the podcast could be a great way to generate trust and to grow the authority. Just of this is a, a great way to to use it because if you generate authority, then they will see you as the right person to teach them and to learn from you. So as a course creator, uh, generate this authority and having this trust from the the audience is really, really important. So I, I agree that uh, this could be a great tool to use it for that. So, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I, I would like uh, you to tell us about some common myth that uh, people uh, usually have around having their own podcast or, or 
that. Oh, some myth of yeah, a myth. Ah, okay. Well, one that it's going that you need an expensive microphone to start okay. one. So those are one of the myths. And then uh, also one other thing is, uh, you know, I am going to run out of something to say. Okay. <laughs> so that, uh, that, that mentality or that mindset of, oh, no, what if I run out of okay. topics to talk about? What if there is another one who is already talking about the topic that I wanted to talk about. What okay. if, um, I, I think that that's the very, very, uh, very common uh, thing that I heard, that there is already someone who's been doing this. And I think, uh, Reme, you have to agree that I don't think, I don't think right now at this day and age, uh, I think everything has already uh, started by somebody else. So this is not going to be, we are not asking you guys to um, reinvent the wheel and do something crazy because we all know that if you are going, that like, for example, if you are going to talk about online course creation, I'm pretty sure there is also a hundred thousand of people who's going to talk about it. But the thing is, uh, you are unique and if you could recall my story earlier uh, with how I find I found my mentor is because I already listened to a lot of stories. But then these stories, yeah. this story resonated with me. So do not do not discount the fact that there is no one who is going to resonate with your message. So because that's the common thing that I always hear that. Somebody else is already doing it. So uh, who am I to start a new one? Who am I to be also talking about it? Uh, since a lot of people has been uh, speaking about it too. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like, as you mentioned, all of us, we are unique. We, our background, our story, our values, they are unique. And we can speak about the same topics. We are not reinventing the wheel. But we will speak about them from our perspective and from our point of view. And this will give examples that are different or some special way to communicate that will resonate with some specific person. And as you mentioned, you could be listening to several other messages and, and information, but there are some that, okay, this is touching me. This is the, the one that is aligned with me somehow. Um, and I am really listening to this more. Um, and yeah, and, and it's funny about the, the running out of topics uh, problem because there, I, I feel, I don't know in your, in your experience, I feel that there is these two kind of people, the one that feel that they have too many ideas and they don't know what to choose and the people that doesn't know, okay, I will run out of ideas. <laughs> I feel that there is this two stream. Exactly. I I I don't know. Maybe they should meet. <laughs> there yeah. there is at really at one point or another there is someone that you will meet that someone is saying uh, is going to say something from 
a place of lack and then someone yeah. is going to say something from a place of overabundance. <laughs> so yeah, I yeah. agree with you. The middle point is just more empty, let's say. I know. <laughs> okay, good. Um, yeah, and I also would like to know uh, one of the biggest objections, especially at the beginning, that uh, you find that the, your customers has, like when they are starting or what are the main struggles that they find out that this is not for me because of Ah, okay. Um, I am just going to tell you a story. During the pandemic, uh, when the first time it hit us, uh, it was last year, right? And one of my longtime uh, client needs to cut down some budgets. And as we all know, the podcast is on top of the funnel, <laughs> And uh, it's uh, it's also under marketing, our marketing department. And if we if a company is going to cut down on the budget, most of the time it's going to cut down on the marketing budget. And on the on that marketing budget, I was there. I was the one who will be cut off because mm -hmm. of a budget constraint. So those are one of the. Um, the objection that uh, probably some of the new podcast manager is going to um, is going to experience. But on my end, um, it was hard for me to defend that I am not an expense. Uh, that all the more that we should continue on producing because I think a lot of people is going to just. Uh, consume content but his uh, his concern at that time is uh, the commute is not going to um, the population of commuters is going to is going down because of the pandemic so he said that it doesn't make sense to continue on with the show and that was a very very big conversation between my client and I because at that time I really have to explain that this is all the more reason that you have to um, create more because people right now are ready to consume because they are stuck on their house. So those are one, that is one of the objection. And then the other one is that it's going to be expense, an expense. It's because of a full, and then a lack of time. They do yeah. not really have time to do this because they are going to do a lot of things that is going to consume or going to eat out their eat their time. So those are the top things, top objections that I can think of: lack of time, and then uh, that uh, no budget for the production, and of course the um, what else? The objection. I think I think that's it. Yeah. Those are the big tools that I could uh, think on top of my head. And how do you, how do you address them? Because I I don't know. It just came to my mind like maybe how you could repurpose your content and it's from an audio. You get several pieces of content that you could use. It's just an investment that if you do well, you could uh, take a lot of from there. But um, how how do you address this kind of objection, for example, about time or, or this? 
Yeah, for for time, I always wanted to. Um, I am not going to convince them that uh, that that they are wrong, <laughs> but instead, I am going to convince them that yeah, they, you are right. This is going to take a lot of time. Uh, that's why you need someone who can help you because it's going to take a lot of your time. And mm-hmm. the time, I, I think for sure, if uh, like example, an online course creator is going to start something or going to start uh, having a podcast, I am not, I I don't think their goal is to be the best podcast producer ever. But I think their focus should be creating the best content for their community. And how can they do that is if they can get um get another person who can do the dirty job which is not their superpowers and then them focus on their on the big rocks which is what they do best with which is the money making activity so that, yeah. that's how i usually i usually deliver it and i think that's the roi them getting uh getting their time back so yeah. I, I think that's a I, I think all of us really wanted to double our time. <laughs> most of us um uh, most of us doesn't have uh, don't think 24 hours is enough, right? <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Time I, I feel that time is one of the objections that is common in, in to everything because we feel that yeah, we don't have time. Um mm-hmm. yeah, as you say, we need to focus on what where we we are the best investment for our company, especially when we are small uh, business owners. It's like too many hats that you could you need, we need to wear and that. But uh, yeah, and how the time that you will need to invest in learning how to edit and learning how to what platform to use and and all the stuff could be much while investment invest if you are just creating your content and having someone helping in these other areas so yeah totally agree um so now i would love to know one strategy that that you have found that is working well for for your customers around the podcast ah okay one strategy that i think i am really really biased (laughs) Because I am also uh, doing this as a service to some of my clients is um, getting them on other shows that mm-hmm. has their lookalike audience. Because um, I, I I think it's an ethical way for uh, you to meet other people and also for you to be in front of a new audience. Because yeah. uh, imagine uh, how much can a person spend. Uh, for a lead acquisition process, right? Uh, but for a, uh, if you are going to help your your client to get on another show, how much effort do they need to um, do they need to put on that on that guesting? So probably they just need to invest an hour of their time and then uh, give something like a gift to the. Um, to the listeners of that show, I find it very, very effective because of a new set of eyes that's going to yeah. to check you out. And also, 
if if the host agreed to have you on their show, it is like saying that to you to the listeners that hey, this person is worth checking out. Yeah. Because trust me, I am not going to ask somebody to be on my show and spend waste your time just bubbling around. I am confident that I'm bringing on people that can help you too. So mm-hmm. that's the mentality of the listeners who's going to uh, find you on their favorite podcast shows. So I think that's that's one uh, one effective or I one strategy that I really really find works very very well right now with some of my clients getting on their other shows. So yeah, and and I I. Since the the how listeners of podcast we are, we like always to to know a new podcast to listen. And it's not that you are when you follow the new one, you are not keep following the the, the one that uh, recommend this other. So I feel that in this case, uh, guest podcasting is well. It's not like they are going to lose listener. It's the opposite. Usually they are going to, both of them are going to get new new listeners because of the, they they have people that are used to listen to podcasts and they want to follow new ones and, and, and that. So I feel that both of them will be a, a win-win situation in this case, usually. Yeah, exactly. And of course, if um if I ha- if I ask one of my clients to be a guest on another show, I will also tell uh, tell them that we are going to promote your show to our listeners. So it's a uh, uh, this is what I really love about podcast. It's a reciprocity game. Uh yeah. you cannot just take and take and take. Uh I think for podcasts, it's natural that the host and the guest has this like uh like an agreement that don't worry if you are going to interview me i am going to promote you to my followers and uh, don't worry cuz i am going to also do the same thing for you so it, the reciprocity game is very very big uh when it comes to podcast yeah yeah so thank you for for all these uh insights uh, and it's great to have uh, this since you are working with different uh podcast producers um, and creators so i have loved to to have your your insights and and your and your opinions on this um and i would like to to finish just by asking you if uh, people want to learn more about you about your services and and all that where they could find you what is the best way to to be in contact with you Yeah, we have a website. It's called uh, valuepodmarketing.com. And we also have a Facebook page and a LinkedIn page, uh, which all, which is also a ValuePod Productions. So, and also you can find me on LinkedIn. Let's connect in link, on LinkedIn. Uh, just search my name, Elo, uh, Eloisa or Eloisa Almonicido, and also Reme. That's how we got in touch and we've known each other quite a while through LinkedIn. Yeah. So uh, those are the three best places. But the best place really is um, to just send us a DM over LinkedIn if you are using LinkedIn. So that way we can uh, get to know each other. 
<laughs> just like Crimea and I. <laughs> yeah. yeah, cool. So thank you so much for accepting this invitation to the to this talk about podcasting. Um, I really appreciate that you take the time to to come with us and, and just speaking about your expertise. Um, I highly recommend if someone has are thinking about starting a podcast or something, just uh, contact with you. Um, so yeah, I don't know if you want to add something else. No, that's all. Uh, thank you, uh, Reme. Thank you, thank you very much for this opportunity uh, to uh, to to be on your space. And uh, always a pleasure to connect with you over LinkedIn. See ya. Thank you. So see you. Okay, bye-bye.